When you think about Greek life, Christian faith might be the absolute last thing that comes to mind. But we not only believe that it's possible to be Greek and Christian, but also that it's the best way to experience Greek life and grow your faith. We have real, honest conversations about how to approach Greek life from a Christian perspective, including things like recruiting and pledging, drinking and drugs, sex and dating, leadership and philanthropy, and much more. This podcast is by Greeks and for Greeks. Our hosts and guests are all members of fraternities and sororities who collectively have decades worth of experience living out their faith in Greek life. Welcome to the Greek and Christian podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Greek and Christian podcast. This is Allison, your host, and we are here for another Friday 15 interview. Um, and this week we have Hank joining us. Hey, Hank. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Um, I want to call you Frank because Frank is in your Instagram handle. <laughs> it's like your Instagram handle is like, it's frankly Hank, right? Yeah, so it's uh, it's frankly underscore it's Hankly. So my uh oh my okay. oh okay there we go okay. So my birth name is, is Henry. So yeah. uh, my name's Henry Lee. All my friends call me Hank. I've gone by Hank since I was very little. Um, uh, like, you know, kind of old school, but it's fun. Um, but yeah, so that's that's happened before with people who have just met me or call you Frank through yeah. the through the Instagram. Yeah, exactly. They'll call me it. Frank is fine like I mean <laughs> like don't That's how you know people are like don't really know you in real life like they're yeah. you know just trying to get you to buy their you know multi-level marketing product or something. <laughs> you'd be surprised how many times that happens um, <laughs> Diego. yeah oh. awesome well as you notice my background I am uh I like to put a background up on these fun interviews um so if you're listening to this over the podcast you can go over on YouTube or Instagram TV uh, to actually watch this video of my interview with Hank, but I happen to be outside of Hank's fraternity house, <laughs> Delta Upsilon. Yeah, yes, that's what we look like. Um, it's we we just moved houses uh, about two years ago, so um, it's we're still getting used to the the new the new kicks, but it, it, it looks, it looks great. I'm, I'm oh, I think your, your letters look clean. They look sharp. I even see DU behind you on your wall. Um, mm. So why don't you tell us, I already, you know, shared your Greek chapter, but you know, Hank, where do you go to school? What year in school are you? Maybe your hometown. Give us some fast facts about Hank. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm a junior at SDSU. I'm studying. I'm studying. Excuse me. Uh, political science uh, with minors in honors and French. Um, I'm in Delta Upsilon, and I'm from Pacifica, California. And for those not from the Bay Area, it is in the San Francisco Bay Area. Ooh, um, thank you. I did not know where it was, so it's good. I mean, no, no one really knows where it is. Uh, we're we're not known for a whole lot except for being the hometown of of Rob Schneider, the actor. Oh, and yes. I know he, he's very good. Um, and for having a Taco Bell on the beach, um, you'd be surprised. Oh. But that's that's a very notable thing. Claim to fame. Wow. <laughs> well, I love it. Thank you for sharing those unique facts with me. I I really enjoy that. So it's good to good to have some like solid trivia in your back pocket, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, food is a great unifier. This is the opening question I love to ask people because you know we're united by being Greek. Listening to this podcast, 
but I think we have a lot of differences depending on where we're Greek uh, in the country and like our schools. And so I'd love to hear one thing that unifies us is food um, and going out to eat with our brothers and sisters. So where's a place that you love to eat, like a favorite spot either on or near uh, SDSU? Yeah, so, um, you know, being in San Diego, uh, we're a very, it's a very large city, um, very cosmopolitan, um, and it's mm. well known for its, its Mexican food. Um, so yeah. I'd I be remiss if I didn't choose a Mexican place on or near campus. So we have, we have two um, very good spots that are kind of rivals. We have um, Senor Pancho and we have Trujillo's. They're very popular. Um, and Trujillo's, I would say, is probably my favorite because mm. uh, it has like a Greek-based menu. Um, so each fraternity and each those, exactly, even those no longer there um, have like menu items. Um, I will admit that the Delta Upsilon burrito is not the best thing <laughs> on the menu, which is a little tough. But the um, the Sigma Chi Crunchwrap and the Sigma Nu Burrito, um, that's 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 where it, that's where it's it. That's where it nice. is. Nice. Okay. Does Pi Phi have a menu item? Pi Beta Phi. Uh, Pi Phi. I'll I'll be honest. I don't know if I've if I've had a Pi Phi um, menu item. I'm sure it does because okay. I mean, it, it's literally every single fraternity from IFC CPA. Oh dang. Cultural frats, but. Um, Every time I've gone, I've gone, I, I've gotten either the Sigma Chi Crunchwrap or the Sigma Nu Burrito because <laughs> I mean, it's hard to stray from tradition. I won't lie. Uh, I agree. When I find something I like, I usually stick with it. Well, I'll look up their menu online and see if they have some kind of Pi Fi oriented uh, mm -hmm. I, menu item. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised if they didn't. <laughs> I know. Well, Hank, you're a junior. Mm -hmm. You got three, two and a half years under your belt, almost three years under your belt at SDSU. Yep. Um, I'd love to hear like what's been your favorite memory so far in DU and Greek life in general. Yeah, of course. Um, so there's there's been a plethora of, of um, memorable moments, both memorable for good reasons and then you know um, being in Greek life during COVID. Oh, um, right. Obviously, it you have your it's a mixed bag, but I would say overall mm -hmm. it's been a very very rewarding experience. Um, I would say my favorite moment probably came last semester. Um, we had a really large pledge class um, of about 46, I believe. Nice. And at the time, we were an active chapter of about 60. So, yeah, nearly doubling our size. And so um, I took on three littles. And when we did, when we did big little reveal, that was really fun. Um, Whoa, you had triplets. That's what that's what they say in Pi Fi land. Like if you take more than one little, you have like twins or triplets. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so yeah, I do I do have triplets, but I'm not sure <laughs> I have four littles. I, I took one, oh. so I'm not sure if it's triplets. That's a different. That's like you know, older brother. Older. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not totally sure how that works, but that was really fun. Um I really like really like them a lot we hang out all the time um yeah I, awesome. it's probably my favorite moment that's awesome well you know this is the greek and christian podcast and i'd love to hear a little bit like about your faith journey so you know were you following jesus when you joined your fraternity if not like how did jesus enter into the picture in your life as you were greek and then what's it been like figuring out how to intersect your faith with greek life 
Yeah, of course. Um, so I grew up in the church, um, gone to church, you know, ever since I could remember, really. Um, but I would say for most of my life, um, you know, I I felt like I was living someone else's faith. Um, I felt yeah. like, you know, I did I did gain a lot from from going to church and I learned a lot of, about, you know, biblical stories and, um, you know, uh, Sunday school was a lot of fun, I made a lot of friends. Um, I'm not sorry that I, I grew up in the church, of course, totally. but, but I would say that, that, um, I kind of came, came to a realization, I would say near, like, um, when I was a senior in high school to, to freshman in college, where I realized that I was, I was living my parents' faith and that I, mm -hmm. I had really experienced God, um, as, as Hank, you know, like I was, I, I knew it as, as Paige and Andy's son, but not, not as, right not as the son, not as one of God's sons, you know, like, I, yeah, it, totally. So, um, I, I would say I'm still on that journey, of course, where you never stop, of course, but, um, you know, I've, I've come to, to a, a realization, um, and, you know, it took some time, but, um, I, I now feel like I have like a strong relationship with the Lord that, that is unique to me and that, that I'm no longer like, um, you know, I, I guess I'm no longer tied to, to what I had when I was growing up. Like, yeah, I felt, I felt obligated to go, you know, I felt like, like I wasn't, I wasn't cheerful about it, but now I'm, I'm now when I go to church, now when I pray, now when I'm, you know, leading a Bible study, I'm excited. It's something new. It's something for me and it's something yeah. to, to strengthen my relationship with the Lord. Um, that's awesome yeah yeah it was it's great <laughs> I think that like was one of my favorite things about college um was just you every decision you made was your own it wasn't you know because your parents made that decision for you or you know whatever but like each decision that you got to make was truly for you um and that was when my, I mean, my faith, I, my faith journey kind of started in high school, but my faith really came, I think, alive to me in college. And so that's awesome hearing that. that was like, yeah, I, I really appreciate having my background in the church and how my parents gave me that. But when I came to college, it sounds like for you, your faith really became your own um, and not, not just your parents' faith for you. So that's awesome. So what's it look like for you to like bring your faith into Greek life? Like how, how has your faith intersected with being Greek? Yeah. So I would say it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely a strange, a strange journey. And, um, when people find out like that I'm Christian and that I lead a Bible study, it's, uh, it, it, you know, they, they ask a lot of questions. Um, sure. I'm sure we're all familiar with, um, but I was really fortunate and blessed to, uh, to have Gabe Wong, um, who all, had already established a, a Bible study in DU. Um, he's a, a, like an integral part of, of why I'm even in DU at all. Um, it, he actually is like kind of the sole reason why I'm in DU now that I think about it, because he was friends with my sister and then my sister was like, hey, you should check out this frat at SDSU. I have a buddy there. And then you know, long story short, here I am, but um, awesome. yeah, I would say it's, um, I would say my, my, my faith in, in my fraternity is, 
is easier to, to handle than in, mm. in others because um, it's been like such an established thing that we've had. The Bible study has been um, at DU for, I want to say six years now. Um, and, you know, guys are used to it. Guys will come up to me. They'll be like, Hey, like when are you hosted Bible study? Um, I'll bring food. You know, I, one of, we, we hosted one, um, yesterday and, and one of them, one of them brought bread that he made himself. Um, oh, it, cool. It, like literally break bread with my brothers. Um, I love that. Yeah. I would say it, it's, it was hard at first as is with everything, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, I would say my journey is, is probably a, easier than others and I would say I'm I'm very 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 blessed and and fortunate to have that wow that's awesome I think you know for people who are listening to this you know who maybe they're starting a bible study or they're thinking about it and there's never been a bible study in their house or they don't know anybody else who's a Christian I think that's actually really encouraging because you know the Gabe paved the way for you to be able mm. to thrive in your faith in your fraternity. Um, mm. And so I think, you know, for you, people listening her like, oh man, it's so hard for me. You know, I think you audience can think through, well, man, maybe I am paving that way for other brothers or sisters like Hank who can come through in the future and actually thrive in their faith. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. And I think it was, I think it was Isaac Newton who said like he, he all of his, his work like um, is, is thanks to the fact that he can see far because he stands on the shoulders of giants. Mm. Uh, so I would say that that Gabe is that giant that I'm I'm standing upon because he's still helping out on staff and um, you know he's still mentoring me, which I I I mean I'm I'm so grateful for him. Um, That's so cool. It's done. So yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned that you know there are some things that are hard about it, and so what has been difficult for you about? you know, intersecting your faith with Greek life? Yeah, I would say like, um, it's similar to, honestly, pretty much anything else. Um, You know, just like judgment and, um, and, you know, like, I guess, yeah, judgment would, what I would say, I would say is Mm. is a a really big one, because um, people look at you in a, in a strange way, they'll be like, you're a Christian, like, uh, but you're in Greek life, like that seems oxymoronic, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and then also like the American church specifically has not had necessarily the best reputation. Um, and I know that like some of my friends who aren't believers, when they found out I am a believer, they were, mm-hmm. they were kind of taken aback because they're like, well, I'm friends with Hank. And I, I know Hank well, and I know what his heart is like, but you know, I've, I've been hurt by stuff in the church. Um, but while that is the hardest thing that I've had to deal with, I would say that's also the most important thing because, Mm. you know, it's, you know, we've all had experiences like that where, where something has happened and, and the church has, has, you know, failed us, I guess, but yeah, but the church and God, you know, God has never failed us. Jesus yes. has never failed us. Yeah, I think that's, it's this weird double-edged sword, right? Of, you know, we're, we are not perfect and we are sinful people, right? And mm-hmm. that 
totally bleeds into the church and the institutions of our faith, right? And so that causes hurt. You know, mm -hmm. we hurt people, uh, people hurt us. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like God's grace, like the fact that we, we, we can be fully just ourselves with the Lord, because mm -hmm. you're right, he doesn't fail us. And so it is really challenging. You're kind of walking this tightrope a little bit in Greek life, because you know, you deal with people's baggage that they carry about the church. Um, and then, but when you show up at church, you know, you deal with people's judgmental attitudes about Greek life. <laughs> and so exactly. it's a really hard, uh, I think, road to walk for sure. Mm. So, yes. Um, well, I'd love to hear like, what kind of encouragement or advice do you have for other Greeks who are trying to grow in their faith? Yeah, so I would... I would say the best piece of advice that I, I would give would be stay strong and, and be patient. Um, because, um, you know, I, I would say like my, my study, um, or our study at yeah. DU is, is successful and, and we've been, we've been established for a long time and we have a, a, a consistent flow of, of attendees. Um, sure. but it, it's, it's never been about the numbers, you know, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not like, oh, um, you know, we're trying to reach a certain quota. It's, it's the, the quality of, of the study and it's the quality of the relationships that you create. And um, I feel like when it comes to studies, I know I struggled with this when I first started um, leading one. I was, I was really discouraged when I wouldn't get big numbers or when I wouldn't, uh, when the guys I would text, you know, when only one of them would show up out of 10. Yeah. And, but what, what I've come to realize through prayer and, and, and reflection is that it's, it's not about the numbers. Um, and it's, it's about your faithfulness and it's about, it's about staying on that, on that steady path. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if, if you, if you stay on that and you, you trust in the Lord's plan for you, um, he won't fail you. Yeah. So it's it's hard though because we we're a we're a society and I know people of my generation growing up with with instant gratification through you know the cell phone or or whatnot we want to have 20 30 guys at, at study every single week we want to to convert a, a brother mm -hmm. or sister every day but that's just not realistic and that's yeah. not that's not the truth of the matter. And it, um, it's just, you, you, you gotta be patient. Gotta yeah. Be patient. Yeah. I think that's so good that you said that. And uh, we've been talking about that a little bit on this season of the podcast, but you know, that numbers great. Sure. We want, we long for more of our brothers and sisters to be part of God's kingdom, you know, but if nobody shows up, that doesn't mean you're a failure that, you know, God is still at work. And, um, I think back to my time leading in Pi Fi, and I've shared this in the podcast before I've had, I had many weeks where nobody showed up, you know, or like one person did, but it was like a pity show up. They showed up because they're like, Oh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> and, um, but I would not change a thing, um, for the ways that God really transformed me. Mm -hmm. through that leading experience and the ways I grew and perseverance and risk-taking and tenacity and, and understanding, I think God's faithfulness in a different way that even if nobody shows up, does that mean that God is still faithful? Yes. I, I came to know that 
uh, really deeply through that experience. So appreciate you sharing that. Um, well, this is a podcast. I'd like to give people opportunities to give shout outs to anybody. Uh, who would you like to give a shout out to? Yeah, so I, I'd like to shout out um, the entire SDSU Greek University staff. Um, from Melissa McCormick to Gabriel Wong to um, Aaron Hersher. Um, he, he was integral in, in developing me um, in my faith. And then also to all my peers at SDSU, um, Tony, Gabe, Ava, Avery, um, Maya, Marga, Lene, um, Alex, Rose. I hope I'm not missing anybody. Um, I think that I think I think I covered everybody. But um, yeah, I want to I want to give a shout out to all of them. Um, I want to give a shout out to my mom and dad, um, Paige and Andy, to my sister, Margaret Lee, who led a Bible study at Theta um, at, at UCSD. She's honestly the reason why I'm here, or at least like the first main reason. Um, so shout out, shout out, Marge. Love you. Um, and and then, of course, um, shout out to uh my lord and savior jesus christ oh my gosh that i think that was the most shout outs i've ever had i i'm All impressed right. hank you just were like naming them that yeah I, I i hope to god that i i did not miss anybody. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you'll find out when somebody angrily slides into your dms after season, <laughs> i guess i don't know <laughs> i'll make it up to them i'll, I'll buy them a crap app at, at there you Woods. go there you go <laughs> awesome well audience, you have listened to another episode of the Friday 15. And what I love about Hank's story is he talked a lot about people going before him, caring for him. He wasn't doing this alone and you don't have to either. So if you're listening to this and you're curious about uh, connecting your faith with Greek life, maybe you want to lead a Bible study, or maybe you just need, need someone to come alongside you and help you figure out this whole Greek and Christian thing. We uh, want to be a resource for you. So Greek University, we want to connect you with a mentor like Hank had in Aaron and in Gabe. Um, and we can do that for you. We want to connect you with resources and training to help you feel equipped um, to lead. So all you have to do is go to GreekIV.org, fill out the contact card on our homepage, and we'll get in touch with you. Or just simply send us a message. Uh, on Instagram at Greek IV. And uh, we'll be back with another episode of Friday 15 next week. Thanks, Hank. Thank you. The Greek and Christian podcast is produced by Greek InterVarsity, a nonprofit college ministry for fraternity and sorority students. Our ultimate vision is to see every fraternity and sorority connected to a community of Greek Christians so that every Greek is just one friend away from knowing and following Jesus. To learn more, find a community on campus, or partner with us, visit greek.intervarsity.org.